Oh my god. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are coming to you live from a couple of places on the internet. We're live over on Crowdcast, live on YouTube. Maybe you're listening later as a podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's all good. We love it. And we love you, and we're in love what? with you. What? Wow. Just a little confession right there at the top of the podcast. I we always start with you? a confession. Pete, yeah. you confess to those uh, murders. <laughs> I confess to that time I peed my pants recently. Mm-hmm. And oh, I confess that I, I loved you. everybody. And that's the difference between the three of us. Wow. Yeah. There you go. A couple of orders of it's business before we, <laughs> before we bring orders in the great business. guests that we have on the show tonight. First and foremost, unfortunately, I don't think anybody, uh, any of us made the drink of the oh, evening. Oh, I did. You did? Yep. For real? It's yeah, I mean, after. I had to wait. Okay, so we should introduce the things. things. Oh, that's not it. One hundred percent. Because I didn't have limoncello or like uh, uh, lemon syrup or any of the fancy ingredients, but I had two different kinds of Gatorade. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just to set this up for people, the Brett Macris, aka Stray Bullet, Stray aka. Our CBC chef, and he is, in fact, a professional chef, has been curating drinks for us every week, sometimes comic book themed, sometimes not. But I believe last summer we were trying to invent a drink that Pete would actually make because Pete never makes the drinks, which is fine. There's no I don't pressure. have all those complicated ingredients that you guys I know, have. exactly. But uh, Straight Bullet came up with this awesome drink called the Pete Palmer, which is like a homemade alcoholic Arnold Palmer that really leads into all the stuff that Pete really likes. And so it's really, it's like, like you were saying, it's lemoncello, it's fresh squeezed lemon juice. You got a little vodka. You love the vodka. I got vodka. Yes. So what did you make instead? I put uh, vodka and then lemon lime Gatorade, which is Mm. kind of like Mm. the lemoncello. The lemoncello of of the sports drink. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, and then you you add a little uh, Mountain Dew for flavor. You know what I mean? Which is also lemon lime, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. That takes the I place love... of the syrup, the syrup that you guys are using. Yeah, it's I love that you twice, so that's why you I have mix... two Mountain Dews. <laughs> you mix multiple different things because you're like, well, this will just take the place of this. yeah. Exactly. That's how you cook, you know. You just swap out things, you know. It's just that's how you cook when you're in uh, prison or in some sort of uh, disaster situation. Life. Yeah, the prison that is my life. Yeah, exactly. Hmm, I don't have the ingredients for cookies, but I do have this dirt and ants. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Ants on the ants. Ants on a log. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, great. You guys should definitely try the Pete Popper. It's great. If you want the recipe, you can go to patreon.com slash comic book club. We got yeah, it in the Slack, and we got a lot of The video was and... hysterical. It's, uh, oh, it's hey. We got a... There's a lot of stuff going on in this show. We got a oh special guest appearance by Justin's dog, Pip, coming in. Wow. In the middle of while I was trying to talk about our Slack. Aaron and, and John are losing their Patreon. minds right now. Get get it, Alex. Well, anyway, why don't we move on? Uh, another thing that we've been asking you all to do is enough of your dog. Back to the show. We have been asking folks to leave us comments over on Apple rating five stars if you want and leave a little rating and a request for us to review. We got a new one this week. This is from Sidewinder 
says, love listening to the show, especially the stack episode keeps me up to date with what is going on in comics. I yes. love the crew to read and review Jack Kirby's The Demon. Mm. Mm, so there you yes. go. Petey will wear a Kirby shirt. So yes, we're going to review that on the this week's stack podcast, which comes out Wednesday, 9 a.m. in the comic book club feed and its own dedicated stack feed. So thank you for the recommendation. If you'd like to leave one, definitely do that in the comments there. We would love to get to it. So there you go. And folks, we are going to bring in our first guests oh, here. Yeah. They are the hosts of Last Podcast on the Left, and they have a new comic book version yeah. of the podcast, Last Comic Book on the Left from Z2 Comics, Henry Zabrowski and Marcus Parks. Hello. Hey, uh, Marcus, we're very excited to see you, but Henry, welcome back. I think oh, good. the... Wait, wait, last time wait wait i'll just take oh, it yeah. from here henry oh, you beautiful son of a bitch i fucking love you man i wish i could see you in real life but man it is so good to see you doing over stuff if i was there oh. man i'd be like no it's so good to be back dogs but honestly it's nice because i feel like over the last couple of years i've gotten more filled with comic book knowledge yeah. now i can talk oh. about it even more accurately Which is mostly thanks to fucking due to the slave driver oh interesting <laughs> no mm. i gave henry a crash course over the last couple of years on comic books ever since when we started writing soul plumber the book we did for dc henry knew pretty much transmetropolitan and like a handful of others and oh, then yeah, while like we were writing it, i just crammed as much as i possibly could as far as because I, I liked graphic novels i watched i read a lot of like superhero comics as a kid like i read spider-man mm -hmm. and x-men a lot as a little kid but then as i got older i got into like whatever like had a ted in it yeah that's a lot of there's a lot of databases that you just describe <laughs> yeah. directly they once a month they mail you a new tick comic yeah and sometimes it's just one so, Marcus, <laughs> did this did this start with you then, the idea of doing sort of like a curated graphic novel version of the podcast, or did it come out of Soul Plumber, or where did it start? Well, I mean, the way that we got into comic books in general is just I'm, I'm a lifelong comic book fan. Like, I've been you know, reading comics since I was five. Like, I've still got my issue of Swamp Thing number 32. That was like my very first issue, like the Pogo Alan Moore uh, issue. Wow. and yeah. Uh, you know, and I worked at comic book stores in college. You hear I hear him talk to all these executives. Every time we talk to these comic books, he just throws and he lightly throws down. Be like, well, you know, in the, yeah. in the Dragon Numbers. And, you know, and the other guys, yeah. like, yes, good. <laughs> you know, it's going to happen. Oh, they, fucking, they know, man. They fucking know. It's the code. Execs um, love hearing about Pogo. Yeah, they were <laughs> absolutely huge. They don't get enough. They can't get enough. But yeah, and my first job here in New York was like mid at Midtown Comics. Like I'm just a nice. Guy. There it um, is. Yeah, and so Best shop in New York, man. Oh yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, I'm an Action City Comics uh, guy. This new uh, shop in Greenpoint, small neighborhood mm. shop. It's yeah, fantastic. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a lovely place. That's cool. Uh, but um, through the comic book, like we make a lot of, or through the show on last podcast, we make a ton of references to like mainly like the invisibles uh, mm. because we deal with magic a lot. And, you know, and Grant Morrison, of course, you know, is famous for masturbation like sigils oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Fury, super yeah. gods, all that shit's like full of magic. The idea that Batman is real and not real and all that. Uh, Plus and so, he dresses like a magician. So yeah. very much so. Very oh, much yeah. so, and he's got he wears Oakleys inside, but he doesn't vote for Trump, so that's you know he's a chaos magician. 
Yeah. Until like so, first TC got a hold of us, and then like Z two got like it's just obvious that we know our shit when it comes to comics, and that we're comic book fans. Uh, and like the people over at Z two just got a hold of us and said like, hey, you guys want to do like a curated comic book? And they basically just said, give me. They said, give us a dream list of the artists and writers that you would yeah, like damn. to work for, both contemporary and yeah, that's it right there. Like both it contemporary is. and just like whatever. Because I'm still learning. Hell, I've got my you know I just was read my like stack from this week before nice. we were coming on like i'm a weekly guy at the comic book store uh so we're so we were able to both get guys that you know i've been reading for years and years uh and guys that are new on the scene like you know the cover that cover that you just showed that was done by um you know w maxwell uh prince uh mm -hmm. yeah. that does ice cream man which is one of our favorite my favorite on, my man. favorite book but that and department of truth are my two favorite books out right now oh yeah. wow but, yeah dude, yeah that's, that's ice cream man <laughs> ice cream man is just, you got me uh the the d turn page to kill gary is just that one of the most <laughs> single issues of a comic that i've read in years and years uh, so Z2 has just been fantastic with it. And the second one, we got some great names on this one, but the second one, I'm not sure if I can talk about who we have coming up on the second one. Tomorrow, uh, announce day is Thursday. Yeah, announce day is Thursday. We can talk about like, then we, we can talk about We had you on the, on the artists. wrong day. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> artists, artists and writers that we got coming up for the next one are like, you know, legends and, you know, contemporary writers uh, and artists. They're some of the best people in the business. I just gave a hint. Uh, but uh, in my favorite Ooh. books that are coming out right now, but um, okay. it's going to be fantastic. So we did a lot you... of work. With... We did oh. the last book on the left. I think that was when we pitched it. Kind of, we even said like the idea, the first kind of vibe that we wanted to come across was Mad Magazine, but hyper evil. Nice. And <laughs> but Z two kind of ran with it and really blew it out to the idea of and that was like when we had our first creative meetings that was what one of the things that kept coming up is just like we want to be chock full of imagery and i i was like excited same thing when we wrote the book where it was like i want to be the type of thing that if your mom finds it in your room she'll be mad at you oh yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. Uh, wow. So, and how did you actually put together? Because it's a ton of different pieces. Um, did were some like, oh, we got to do that. Uh, like, what was the? How did you work with the writers? How did it all come together? It was like yeah. a big. There was a big like subject list that we talked about. And uh, Josh, who runs Z two, is also a fan of Last Podcast. So he already kind of been like, well, we were kind of thinking of doing things in these in this area, and um, I got to write a detective popcorn which is a character I play on a last podcast on the left. Like I haven't done it in a long time, but it's like an old school character of mine. And I got to like bring it to life, uh, uh -huh. which is which cool for me. So I got to pitch yeah. that and with uh, Elliot Rahal and we wrote that, which was pretty good. And Ian McGinty who did the uh, art for that, which was awesome. Cause it turned out they were also just like fans of the book. So it's like, we did get to like, it could directly contribute and also just like, okay, you bring us what you got. And Josh, uh, honestly, his taste level was amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Josh nice. knows, yeah, he knows what to do. Uh, like, he, and he knows everybody. There. He's great. Yeah, I like Z2 a lot. I know, John really, really awesome. I know John Domingus over there. And he, oh, yeah. Oh, John's from back the best. Day. From back in the day. Yeah, and he's uh, he's a big driver over there and, like, gets how to talk to people like you guys and make cool stuff. One of the things that I really enjoyed about this book, beyond the stories, which are super fun, is you were talking about it as, like, Mad Magazine, and there's a bunch of interstitials as well. You have fun slash gross pinups of these classic cryptids. You have one pagers that go throughout the book. So 
how, how did you choose what went where? How much curation in terms of the overall pace of the book, the flow of the book went on as well? Oh, thank God. I didn't have anything to do with that. That was, <laughs> that was all editors. Like, we honestly contributed yeah. the, like, ideas. Okay. And yeah. then they, they that's, that's hard. Yeah. That's the part that's hard. We're currently, like, <laughs> Mark and I are working on a new book right now. And, like, that. that's the thing that we are, like, we're writing, hardcore writing. And that's, like, I find that that is the part that makes me want to die the most. Mm -hmm. Is that you have all yeah. these fun ideas. And then when this one, we were kind of, like, running them all at each other to kind of see what would pan out at the end of it. And it was harrowing. That The, the last yeah. Two books seem to always be the, the heart, very difficult. Because they're like, all right, well, wrap it up. I mean, well, that's the other thing about it, too, is that the, the artists and the writers that we, you know, asked Z2 to, you know, ask for us, you know, they're people that we knew were going to do a great job. And, you know, and it's and we also wanted to give them kind of free reign uh to just i was like just do what you want to do like just give us something we know you guys are going to do something fantastic we know you're going to do something cool do what you want to do and get back to us and everybody killed it like everybody said yeah it, it looks amazing it's 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 really fantastic congratulations i was kind of hoping you guys would be more divas about it and just kind of like <laughs> you, you yeah. look over every page oh, and be like there's not yeah. enough devil in this panel i need at least more you throw know, some horns which, on that dude yeah. i don't have a big eye for detail <laughs> <laughs> i have undiagnosed adhd that i mostly i mostly medicate with sativa yeah yeah. Um, so yeah, it did not help. You have your own brand. I mean, congratulations, man. It's, uh, it's hey, man, we're trying to. We're also we're trying to get into flour as well. But you know, mm -hmm. yeah, there's uh, so I'm soaked with THC. So that's the level of like, because well, we had all of these things, you know. Because what are you going to do? They crushed it. So like every time they showed it, we we're like, well, this is fucking awesome. This is much better. Than <laughs> yeah, than I would have yeah. put this together. Yeah. Yeah, they know what they're doing over there. And I'm hoping, I've, like, and Henry got to write, you know, he got to write something for the first one. Like, I'm hoping to write something for the second one. Like, did you guys ever read the uh, the big book series, like the big book of death and the big book of, of urban mm -hmm. legends, the factoid books? Like, I want to try to do something for the next one um, oh, about cool. a certain, like, small story that on the podcast that we covered, an alien story that we covered on the podcast. That it's, there's always, the funny thing about the podcast is, like, there are, ideas on there and stories that we've covered that i believe do not get enough attention so we kind of adapt them like the like soul plumber was sort of adapted partly from the michael taylor story yeah like this guy mm -hmm. in england who um lost his mind believed he was possessed by the devil uh and ripped his wife to shreds uh with his bare hands while naked uh and this other story you know it's uh, an alien story that I think is much more visual that didn't quite get like the reaction that, that me and Henry were like, Oh my God, this is the best fucking story ever. It's got all of <laughs> these, like, this Christian imagery. It's this woman. She's like using her hallucinations to create aliens. And it just, you know, came and went. Sometimes uh, our favorite episodes are the ones that bore the audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. That never happened. Our parameters are, it's like, it's either like they, like the ones that Mark's and are like, isn't this fascinating? Then it's either like hyper boring or it's so d disgusting. We just get letters. So yeah. I, I don't know anymore. I don't know. <laughs> well, I want do to take like that factoid, that like that sort of series, that kind of template, and do something yeah. similar uh, for the next book. Because I grew up reading uh, those were some of my favorites. Specifically, the Big Book of Freaks was my favorite growing up. 
Do you find that, I mean, you've had, not to get so like corporate about it, but you've had so many different brand extensions at this point. You've had the book, you've had the comics, you've done web series and everything. Do you find those feedback into the podcast as well? Or is it like you're saying more, you create the podcast and then you want to expand on it in all of these different ways? The goal is to expand. It's yeah. to expand and and to be on truly, it's like, saying stuff like when we wrote soul plumber it was kind of like the opposite where dc was like we could wrap this all into the podcast and we were like we're trying no. to not this is not merch like yeah this yeah. is work this is hours and hours and hours of real creative work like soul plumber is a genuine comic book that marcus and i wrote that we were like we use last podcast to get in the room yeah, but then it's like we're trying to make stuff. So with the thing about last comic book on the left is that we knew that it it does feel very brand extension e, sure. but it's also like we just have that kind of it's 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 more that we then have the opportunity to put some of the most talented fuckers into the yeah. book because mm -hmm. we they at least see something they sort of recognize. And now we're trying to be like because I feel like there's a there's a lot of feeling within the comic book world where these guys that come in they weekend. In the comic book like sector, they show up and then like yeah. we like rubber stamp a thing and then you know it just goes into the, like you know it's just another quote unquote celebrity selling comic books, but we really are trying to make it something special if we're going to put our name on it and yeah, something like this like you can't really I mean David Desmalkian writing a comic book for us is not like. It's you know I I don't find it to be pandering. It's like we're freaking we're trying to pull out all the stops and making sure yeah. that you actually trust us later on that we're not gonna like fuck with you. It's why you know that's why. Wait till you see these NFTs I'm selling. I've been selling pictures of just this <laughs> for, um, for and it's the, incredible. The the no sellout. Not setting off my sellout alarms at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, the podcast like always has and always will come first like everything mm -hmm. is an extension of the podcast like when we talk about you know what we're going to do that week or what we're going to do that month or what we're going to do that year the first thing is always like what are we doing on the podcast what's the schedule for the podcast how do we not miss the podcast? i mean we can't technically we can't miss the podcast because we got a fucking contract that we can't operate <laughs> and we have to keep putting it out every fucking week no matter what this is always gonna fucking happen always now we're getting into it yeah um <laughs> But that's even so, like the podcast always, that, that is what always comes first. And, and yes. all of the ideas that we have, like we may pluck little things from it, uh, but that's still, but that's the thing is that we do the podcast because that's the shit that me and Henry love. That's the stuff that we, you know, are like, we're still like alien, you know, fans and true crime fans and all that. Like, and, you know, SO, and we know like esoteric shit outside of all that. Uh, it's just that last podcast enables us to learn all of this cool shit that we can then apply to the stuff that we write, you know, which is it's fucking awesome, man. It's like, it's just the coolest thing in the world. We get to live our boyhood dreams on top of our other, like, this is what we all we kind of ever wanted to do. We, we got all the way to the point where we could choose to take a massive pay cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, really awesome. Yeah. That's your dream. That's well, and I feel like there's stuff. a lot of enthusiasm amongst comic book creators who are also fans of the podcast. So like, mm. Then that then it's the cool. synergy thing. You got like Tyler Boss in here, an artist that is Dude. like just crushing it right now. We're really lucky. We're really, yeah. really lucky. And I and to me, I'm you know, I, again, it's really just about not disappointing the artists and the audience and everybody because we really are just trying to make good ass shit. We're just trying to make spooky, fucked up, funny comic books, and hopefully yeah. we'll continue to do that until. Until I guess when we when will California succeed? 
<laughs> Even then, uh, you have a date. Three years, you have a date. Four years, I think. You, yeah, you yeah, say yeah, that like it's on your calendar somewhere. You're like, when was that? Ah, I gotta make sure I check that. Get my new passport. We're gonna sink into the ocean. It doesn't matter. Uh, I know you're definitely not selling out, um, Henry, because like ever since I've known you, the work you've been doing is literally those adjectives you just used to describe the comic book. Uh, so. I, I, I sometimes wish I could be a different person. <laughs> <laughs> this is the person that I am. This is it. Like I we even talk about this when we do various things where like unfortunately, like, you know, like, oh, you're the character, the conspiracy, the guy who's like into all this. Stuff. And I was like, no, this is me. This is my burden to bear in this fucking life. I can still walk a room. I can still ruin a dinner. It's honestly, it's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is so fucking cool to just even be able to sell a goddamn comic book. Now it's we're going to so do, cool. we, I, oh, I can't even say, I'm not allowed to say things, right? Yeah, not I'm, yet. But for I'm, me, like the, the funny thing is that like, you know, I went back, this was my goal all along. Like I've been wanting to be a, like when I was in, like I went to school for creative writing and that was my goal when I was in college is like, oh, I want to write comic books one day. And then radio ended up being my, the career that I followed, the career that chose me. And then, wow. you know, it took 20 years in radio till I could finally get back to, until I could yeah. actually realize the dream of like writing comic books. Wow. It's the same also way Casey like... Kasem did it. He wrote Justice League for a while, right? <laughs> right at the end of his life. Yeah. <laughs> but here's a little a weird story going out Martian to Superman. Yeah. <laughs> right for different heroes. Um, so you got, uh, just to kind of like set it up for people, the book is out next week? No, it's out now. It's out, it's out now. now. It's out now. It's out now. And yes. And, and it's an anthology book, just so you right. all know. It's, it's like, so it's last comic book on the left. It's an anthology book. Um, it's thick. Yeah. It's got a lot of different stories in it. And nice hardcover. Nice, oh, yeah. You can nice. really hit your kids with it. I, it is a, <laughs> I love it. Uh, and I, uh, I, you know, I think that you'll like it. And uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, that, that Sandown Clown story is still, like, just it's wild to me how good that came Amazing. Out. It's yeah. so good. Like it really does take the uh, the oddness and the unsettling nature of the encounter and just captures it perfectly. It's wonderful. And the second volume is coming out in the winter, right? Yeah, like it's yes. coming out later this year. So people should yes. stay tuned for whoever is going to be on that. We'll find out Students later stays. this week. Students yeah, I wrote, I wrote my piece for it. I was so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. That's awesome. No, I and, love it, man. And this is so cool. It's just so cool to get to write fucking comic books, man. It's just so fucking cool. It's great. And I love this book. It's so much fun. Like we've been talking about, there's just so many different things, depending on what style of comics you like, what you're interested in. There's horror stuff. There's funny stuff. There's like some gruesome stuff and serious stuff. It's it's all over the place, but in the absolute best way. So congratulations, guys. It's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Man. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. And we yeah. will hopefully have you back on to talk about the second volume. Come back. Congratulations. All right. All right, Seriously, now. so good to see you, boys. Yeah, anymore. We men. I wish that were true, but yeah, I'll take it. Later. Peace. All right, Peace. there we go. Once again, it is called the last comic book on the left. The guests were Henry Zabrowski and Marcus Parks. You can also check out their podcast, of course, last podcast on the left, as well as, as I mentioned, the last book on the left and many, many other things. They are all awesome. Very excited to chat with them. And I'm very excited to chat with our next guest as well. Another returning guest to the show. 
His new book, Beastlands, has been collected and is coming out from Dark Horse Comics next week. Ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Clow, hello. Hello. Thanks for having me again. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for coming back, Curtis. Yeah, I'm very excited to chat about Beastlands. So this is something, correct me if I'm wrong, but you crowdfunded it and now Dark Horse picked it up for a graphic novel version, Trange Collection version. Is that yeah, right? we, we've done like seven Kickstarters for Beastlands. One was for like a soundtrack orchestra, uh, made a soundtrack. It's going to be like in vinyl and everything. And then uh, uh, we've done like up to seven issues. Yeah, that was just crazy. I had this composer we're working yeah. with and the Budapest Orchestra performing that. But besides that, we, we've done up to seven issues uh, just on Kickstarter ourselves. And now Dark Horse picked up the first five issues to collect it and trade for us. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So Does cool. that... I, I feel like that sort of thing, even beyond doing successful Kickstarters, which is its own sort of awesome, getting that pickup from Dark Horse, that must be gratifying, right? Yeah, super validating. Like the, I feel like Kickstarter are, always used to be kind of looked down upon, but now obviously not anymore. When you have big names using it, like Scott Snyder and Keanu Reeves and Boom Studios and everybody. <laughs> uh, but so now I, I think people start to see there's actually quality stuff on there. And then you have publishers like Dark Horse and other ones, Image and stuff, looking for books. So it's uh, it's validating to get that direct market release and find a new audience now. Awesome. Yeah. Well, why don't we talk about Beastlands in particular? I really love this story. This is a great new fantasy world. I think looking at the covers of it, you might think that it's an all-ages book. And it isn't, uh, you know... Probably not all ages, but it's pretty it's pretty violent at times, but it still has this feel of mystical worlds like just call out what I know Justin's probably gonna call out Willow among other things. Hell yeah, I was gonna say Willow. It has like, it feels like it has the DNA of like uh, Game of Thrones, Willow, a little bit of like the Legend of Zelda uh, art that came along with the game when you got it in the instruction booklet back in the day. Oh, nice. Uh, well, why don't you, Curtis, you want to talk about your inspirations behind the book other than what we are calling out in particular? Yeah, yeah. Uh, many of those are definitely uh, ins- inspirations. Like I, I call it like Pokemon meets Game of Thrones. So it's kind of like a more adult version yeah. of Pokemon. I grew up in the 90s. So all those things really influenced all my work. Uh, all the Studio Ghibli films, Princess Mononoke and stuff and Pokemon, <sighs> Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Digimon, all that kind of stuff that never it never really grew up, though. So it's kind of like a more grown up version of those like monster collecting IPs that I used to love. Uh, we used to watch Digimon uh, when I was young, and we would um, drink every time they said the word digital, which was a lot in the show. <laughs> drink I what? Oh, Justin. I was uh, at uh, hmm. the alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you said when you were young, you would drink every time. Well, so, yeah, younger than now. I, I don't <laughs> think I was a drinking age when I was watching it. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. I have a feeling now. you're younger than me, but now yeah. I'm 20. For Pete, it was so. juice. Ju- Pete goes juice crazy. <laughs> That's right. I go yeah. hard on the juice. Yeah, yes. he mixes like nine Gatorades, which is poison. <laughs> yeah, absolutely poison. So in Lands, though, like you've been kind of hinting at, these are folks that bond with these different animals. There is a bad king who really doesn't want them to have them. Uh, and they come to blows in some bloody and gruesome ways. Um, what What was the inspiration behind each of the creatures as well as the overall story? Yeah, the overall story, I, I tried to really make like the main theme about like a human and pet bond and relationship. Uh, my dog was hit by a car back in 2016, mm-hmm. but she survived yeah. and it was very traumatic. Wow. So I just, uh, you know, you always try to put something like personal and meaningful into your stories. And that's definitely like the heart of the story is kind of that human and pet relationship. And yeah. when you're creating a new magical world like this, what's important? What's the groundwork for you? What is the things that you need to lay in? 
yeah you you can get lost in world building and just it's like a black hole you can just do it for months and months but uh you you gotta uh build some rules around the world and uh like like this world is a world where these creatures are like real world creatures even though they're big they're the size of the horse they have uh mixed like fantasy elements to kind of make these real world creatures but uh they can die they can get sick they can get injured stuff like that Spending uh, six months developing the uh, toad language from the South Island of the book probably does feel like a maybe too too deep. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're in. That's how you know you love it. Well, uh, other than the dark horse of it all, given that you have had so many successful Kickstarters, what do you feel like you've learned off that? What are the lessons that you picked up as you've gone through each of these iterations? Oh, man, you're always learning something new every time you do a new Kickstarter. It's a lot of work. It's, uh, you know, you're just completely self-publishing uh, from the printing all the way to the shipping. You're doing everything yourself. Like, I'm, I'm the writer, so I'm paying an artist, my co-creator. Um, I guess it'd be more comparable to, like, having a book with image. Like, I, I feel like I'm mm-hmm. definitely ready for that since I'm pretty used to doing all that for all my self-published stuff. But it's a ton of work. You, you feel pretty burnt out after Kickstarters, but I, I don't think see myself ever leaving crowd the crowdfunding space. I think it's uh, probably my home to stay. Nice. What what about uh, when you get the Dark Horse edition? Is there anything going to be different about it? Are there things that people that picked up the Kickstarter can get that are different? Or what, what can we expect to see in the book? Yeah, it's uh, we, we have a making of PDF in the back. Uh, well, it's not a PDF. It's printed now. But that was one of our Kickstarter um, stretch goals from before. And we have all the covers in the back. Uh, and it's, it's the first time that's ever been collected. Like we've only done single issues uh, before this. So this is the first oh, nice. time to get like all five yeah. issues in a collected edition. And uh, hopefully everything goes well. And they'll want to publish volume two as well. But it's, it's completely creator owned deal. So we're still going to be kickstarting single issues uh, while we have these like collected oh, versions cool. of Dark Horse. Nice. That's great. And if you could bond with any beast, what beast would you bond with? Oh, wow. I would go with, uh, you know, the one on the cover there with wings. Like, it'd be pretty cool to fly around. You can't beat that. (laughs) Yeah. That would be pretty awesome. Uh, So you've done seven issues of it so far. Is that correct? Yeah, we're up to issue seven, uh, shipping out those orders now for the last Kickstarter. And then we'll probably come back with the next two issues. But we'll definitely get up to issues 10. And uh, I have outlines up to like issues 25. So as long as oh, our wow. support's there on yeah. Kickstarter, hopefully we can keep going. It's it's, uh, it's lofty goals for like an indie series. But we are uh, very fortunate to have a good volume on Kickstarter. So hopefully we can get there. What That's if I awesome. bonded with all mosquitoes? I think you easy. already do that, right? <laughs> They don't I've had that idea. Like, what if you have like all spiders on the yeah, be uh, creative? Maybe in a future volume, we'll get that. All yeah, spiders. that's great. If you do that, though, you owe Justin money. I'm just uh, <laughs> as an agent. Do, I feel I'll like, do ants yeah. or something instead. You know? Oh yeah! Wow, wow. You classic, classic. Come on the podcast and steal Justin's idea. No, I don't get my ten percent. Alex, I, thank you. You're you're a real bulldog uh, when it comes to. But I literally just was like. What if it was this thing that I did? <laughs> I would barely call it an idea. But, uh, That's how Mark Twain came up with Huckleberry Finn. Oh, boy. <laughs> was the first example I thought of. That's good. You're very fresh and current when it comes to yeah. culture. Absolutely. So, Curtis, if people want to check it out, just to review, uh, the first five issues collected in Dark Horse coming out on June 29th. And then can you still get issue six and seven, even if you didn't pledge the Kickstarter? Or is there a way of snagging them? Uh, you just have to like hit me up on social media or something. I don't have an online <laughs> store yet, uh, but okay. I'm always happy to sell people copies via PayPal or anything. But yeah, it'll be uh, the trade will be out on June 29th, and then uh, it'll be on Amazon and bookstores July 26th. Awesome, nice. 
Curtis, love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Pleasure to chat. Congrats Congrats, on the book. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys having me. Have a good one. You bet. It's a great book. Yeah, it's beautiful. There we go. Once again, it's Curtis Clow, and the book is from Dark Horse Comics called Beastlands. It's going to be out June 29th, and it's very cool. Hi, I'm Marvelous Joe. And I'm his twin brother, Johnny DC. And together, we host the Dynamic Duel Podcast, a weekly show where we debate who has the superior characters between Marvel and DC. It's, it's Marvel. The correct answer is obviously Marvel. No, in reality, DC is better, which we help prove through stat-based simulations of battles between your favorite Marvel and DC characters. We give in-depth profiles of heroes such as Spider-Man and Batman, then discuss, as civilly as we can, who would win in a fight before running a Monte Carlo simulation that reveals who would actually win. In addition to these dual episodes, we also review the latest Marvel and DC films to hit theaters, as well as some of your favorite movies and shows from the past. So if you're a fan of either Marvel or DC, or a fan of both, we'd love to have you come listen as we have a blast every Tuesday. Though really, if you think about it, who's a fan of just DC? Uh, smart people. Attractive people. The list goes on. Check out Dynamic Duel at dynamicduel.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we are going to turn to our next section, which is my favorite section because you all make it up. It's your audience question. <laughs> And for audience questions, all you got to do is drop a question and ask a question here on Crowdcast or the question or in the comments over on YouTube. I see a couple there already. Now, before we get into that, though, Pete, I assume you're drinking your modified artisanal Pete Palmer still. That's right. That's all right. It's uh, great. It's heavy in the vodka, which I'm sure is uh, in his. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, heavy it's... in the vodka. <laughs> yeah, I mean the you know it's it's the two different Mountain Dews that that is like the mm-hmm. the light syrup that is a, the real kicker here. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. And Justin, what are you drinking tonight? I had a uh, Captain Lawrence Kolsch, the Ooh, uh, Clearwater Kolsch, nice light. And then I'm back on the Cisco Brewers Grippa. Ooh, excellent! From, uh, Nantucket, one of my favorite beers. Excellent. Oh. I'm having a big old glass of water. There you go. That's right. Wow. What's the occasion? Uh, yeah. The occasion is my son has COVID and I'm trying to stay as healthy as possible. So I don't get it. Pew, pew, nice. Pew, pew, nice. Uh, the drink Pete's drinking cures COVID. So That's right. <laughs> right. It's also horse tranquilizers, right? It has a lot of medicinal and <laughs> recreational uses. Excellent. All right. Why don't we get to some questions? Here's an appropriate one. Pivoting right off. This is from Omnia Soul. Pete, have you tried the new Flaming Hot Mountain Dew? I promise it's not as spicy as it sounds, but to me, it tastes like orange Mountain Dew with a hint of chamoy. What is your ranking mm. of all the Mountain Dew flavors? Uh, wow. How, the how have we Do you have flavor. all night? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I. Yeah, but the uh, flaming hot's in this bad boy. Um, so, <laughs> uh, how many Mountain Dews do you have in there? Uh, I told you two different kinds. Oh, okay, flaming hot, and what was the other one? The regulation do. Oh, okay. <laughs> have you, Alex? Have you been to Pete's uh, Mountain Dew cellar? <laughs> he's, got, uh, he's got all plastic yeah, bottles like, all in ooh. racks. This this one is a twenty twenty one. You got to try it. Oh, yeah, it's a lovely really year. Well, it's like a really wine. You want yeah. a fresh too. The old one you get too. does not. <laughs> no, this yeah. one is expired. Well, <laughs> yeah. for 
Uh, as far as the ranking is concerned, um, you know, there's a lot of new flavors that come out that aren't uh, that great that I've had yet, but um, it kind of just goes Mountain Dew, Code Red, and then kind of everything else. Mm. Uh, but there has really? been some, like, you know, different things uh, that have been not too bad, but nothing that I've been like, this is my new flavor. Um, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the there was like a Fourth of July one that was like a mix of three different dudes that I was like, "This is really intense." They pre-mix um, it. They it's like a they they it's I don't know that was it was like a July Fourth <laughs> special where they like mixed three different Mountain Dews. One of them was cold red, and then it was like this other one that was like, like a white, white color, red, white, blue. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but and their uh, colors and stayed separate. It was yeah, like a parfait because they never run. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these it was, dudes uh, don't run. They they losing their boy. I don't even mean jokes about my flag. Uh, but yeah, I think it was one of those things where jokes about my shoulder. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just they 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 keep trying to kind of be like new flavor, new thing. And I fall for it every time and buy it and try it. And then I'm like, this is garbage. Uh, but I've already bought it, so I'm into. It's like it. Alex and chips. Yeah, pretty much. Or Oreo, Oreo flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. and everything else. Also about yeah, I guess everything. <laughs> no. When we were doing that candy uh, contest, oh, don't get me started. Sweet Tooth that. podcast, and Alex would be like, "I went to get regular uh, Kit Kats, but I got a fucked up Kit Kat from <laughs> Germany." Alex got me to try those uh, those peanut butter cups with the uh, potato chips in it. Oh, so good, right, Pete? That was that were intense. It was intense. I liked it, but I would rather have a regulation. I mean, it was it was tasty. You always want the regulation, though. I mean, yeah. regulation is you know you you crave it. It's delivers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you is know there a more getting? Pete thing than being like, I prefer the original? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. We got a question here from John Dorsey over on YouTube. Says, "Okay, gentlemen, top three artist writer teams that had a long run, but wait, post Golden Age." And go. I'll tell you what, the post-Golden Age thing is not going to be a problem for us. We don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think they're getting into all the classics. Sure. um, uh, So I think that that tracks. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think my first answer is ever going to be like Stan Lee and uh, Jack Lieber. Jack Lieber is not a real person. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Take another swing at uh, a classic comic book uh, creator. Uh, Stan Kowalski, and yeah. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Dave, Dave Tinkle, I think, wrote for him. But... Yeah, first one that came to mind I'll throw out is uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo on Batman. They're just a great iconic oh, team. Oh, that's together. a great one. Such a good one. You know what? Stuff. I was going to say Mark Wade, and uh, he did the Daredevil, or Chris Samney and uh, Chris Samney? Mark Wade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really did one. he do Daredevil? I know they did Black Widow together. They also, also did on, Daredevil. They also yeah. did Daredevil. Okay. Um, with a great run on that. Um, I'm thinking about Dan Slott's Spider-Man run, and I can't remember the artist's name when uh, the sort of wide wide panel stuff. Uh, anybody? Marcos Martin? Marcos Martin. That's what I'm thinking of. Very good. Two good suggestions from Ben the Border Collie here in the comments. Brubaker Phillips on Criminal and everything else. And Vaughn and Staples, also great one. And Brian K. Vaughn and a lot of artists, like Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chiang as well. Uh, Good stuff. Good Vaughn and anybody. Greg Pak and anybody. (laughs) Wow. 
Classic team that doesn't even mention what the artist's name is. Love it. <laughs> we got a question from Stray Bullet here. After discovering that Kevin didn't know about Jaro, the spawn of Starro, who was raised by Batman, what other uber supervillains would you like to see babyfied? Batman also helped to baby Darkseid for a bit. Oh, uh, that's right. Villains, baby versions of the... Well, I mean, Baby Doom. Mm-hmm. With oh, a, a, a little tiny metal diaper. Oh, so cute. Wait, what was it? Was it Thanos that uh, uh, Punisher went back in time and mm-hmm. raised like baby a... Baby yeah. Thanos. Baby Thanos. And of course, uh, Baby Apocalypse was around for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like teen Apocalypse, though, right? Not Baby Apocalypse. Well, he was Baby for a while over mm-hmm. in the... Uh, like, was it X-Force book? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he... He teamed up. The famous ex babies. I mean, but realistically, it all started with the Muppet babies. I mean, that really broke it wide open. Yeah. Absolutely. Great that broke villains. that case wide open. Um what's a what's a villain that would be babyfied that would be like, it's still fucked up. I'm still scared of that baby. <laughs> still scared of a baby. Well, you wouldn't like baby Mephisto, right, Pete? Oh, that would just be awful. I'm coming for your malwage. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Everything is cute as babies. I think that's yeah. the we main got, thing about babies. We got baby docking over in the comments from Ben the Border Collie. Mm. Villain? That's not nice. Debatable. There we go. Yeah. Uh, this is from Derek Mainhart. Who was on the roster of Casey Kasem's Justice League? <laughs> great, great question. That's we get that. For someone just tuning in now, that's a, a perfect question. Yeah. Yes. You know, on his Justice League, there were a couple of people that were just like you and just like me. People who lived in small towns in America, traveled around by truck, and went from place to place, visiting each other and treating each other with real the kindness. They were Azriel and Kyle Rayner Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Huge Kyle Rayner guy. Uh, he loves Aztec. I don't know I, what I love, I love the crab mask. He seemed like a Wonder Twins guy. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, probably the Wonder actually. Twins are very, basically 50s pop stars. Yeah. Oh, here comes Kevin with an actual fact. Oh, here comes Kevin. Case case it was Robin on Super Friends. Okay, thank you, Kevin, for making our joke not a joke, but valid now. Well, boy, oh, boy. It takes it very seriously. And I'll tell you what. Whoops. Casey Kasem, still on the radio. If you get out of New York, Casey Kasem's on the radio. Yeah, I don't know. The, it's just the most messed up part 100%. is he ends every segment with "I'm Casey Kasem, please let me die." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what tubes they've got him hooked up to, but he is still <laughs> playing the hits. This is from Stray Bullet. Uh, also, I want to take the new secret Punisher quiz. Oh shit! What just happened? Uh oh. Oh. Wait, oh, is there boy. really a new secret Punisher quiz? Looks like it's time for the old Punisher <laughs> What the fuck is this? Wait, hold mean? on. Uh, is this really uh, happening? Uh, for those of you that. listening, as soon as Stray Bullet said Punisher that, he Corner's started alive. shifting around, shifting around at his desk, looking for some objects. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hold on. Let's. Uh, so let's. It's been a couple of years, so I just want to set this up really quickly. For five years, I believe you had a secret Punisher quiz on the show that was only unlocked. If somebody would say, I'd like to take the secret Punisher quiz, right. but you never told people there was a secret Punisher quiz, so nobody knew about it until you revealed it was going on, and you had a secret prize or clue hidden inside a stack of old Punisher slippers and stuff 
that was sitting there. Uh, it took probably about another year to finally unlock it and then finish the quiz, which ended well, in a physical challenge, which was guessing a number. Do I wait, remember did that correctly? Did you say that the, the way to unlock the quiz is by saying a phrase and there was no direction or clue about what the actual <laughs> phrase was? That's right. And just to be clear, the phrase ended up being, I want to take the secret pleasure quiz. That's right. Yeah. So my question here is, uh, is has there been a second secret Punisher quiz going on this whole time, Pete? Uh, yes, uh, there is, <laughs> and uh, he just unlocked it. I would like I to officially, so, officially say that it's after this, though, I'm gonna have to lock it down. And oh, okay, after thing. two secret Punisher quizzes, yeah, do we I'm bring to, Brett I'm into the stream for this? You can't, you can't, uh, yeah, he's gonna have to take the quiz. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I got it. How did he even know? Did you tell him about this? No, he unlocked it at the end of the last episode. If you looked at the crowd cast at the very end when we were saying goodbye, he said, I'd like to take the secret of Punisher. Take the secret of Punisher. Wow. Uh, Okay. So, Brett, welcome Uh, to the stream. So, Brett, welcome to the stream. Oh, you have a little bit of an echo. You have a little bit of an echo going on. But. What? What? Oh, you're, you're silent. silent. You're silent. You're silent. You're silent. Yeah, we're only hearing Alex twice. Yeah, we're only it's hearing Alex vowed twice. never to do. It's something I vowed oh. never to do. Look at that. Oh. Yes. Look at Here, that. I do like yes. your Punisher. Here. I... There we go. Better? He's... Brett, can't... you still can't hear you. Pete, is this part I... of the quiz? Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. There it is. Yeah. Yay. There we go. All right. So you're wearing your Punisher apron. How did you know about the I secret am. Punisher quiz? Because last week at like the the theme was playing and I just on a whim because I got I got opened up the the, the first quiz mm-hmm. and I gave yeah. it off to John who who took it and won. Wait, wait, is that right? He yep. did win, right? He yeah, did yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it took so a couple, but he got quiz. it. And so last week I was just joking around on like the credits were rolling. Great show, guys! And I just put it the, at the end. I want to take the new Secret Punisher quiz as a joke, just like kidding around. Just wanted Alex to see it and go, "Oh my god, not again, please!" <laughs> and and Pete went, "You, what did you do? You did it the Monday." <laughs> I was like, "You just locked it. You can't just do that." Oh what? And that's crazy. That's All right, Pete. How long have you been holding on to this? Uh, well, the thing was, is once we kind of went through and each did a quiz, uh, in case somebody, I had to have it ready in case oh, somebody sure. unlocked it. Yeah, yeah, you had to. Yeah, had to yeah. Have it ready. I know, <laughs> I'm right. the same way. I have a second secret. Starman? Did I do Starman? Yeah, second I have, a, I have a, several cipher quizzes just in case this goes yeah. on for the rest of our natural lives, like Casey Kasem. Uh, Why I don't should you... tell you that I'm in no way going to win this. I'm going to fail this miserably. So, oh, yeah. all right. That's, <laughs> it's very hard, if you remember. Plus, this one's got to be harder because he already did the easy one. Yeah. All right. So let's get it. Let's get it started. I'm going to read you the question, listen to all three possible answers. Unfortunately, there'll be no hints. Uh, if you get it wrong, it ends, and then you'll start back over uh, the next time yep. you uh, want to unlock it. I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, we let this happen. We could have just stopped this. But also, uh, great job on that video, man, with your kid. That was really hysterical. And uh, I got, I was very touched when you called me Uncle Pete to your child. So that was amazing. <laughs> All right, here we go. 
Question number one in part two of the Punisher quiz. When Punisher took the War Machine armor, it was against whose orders? Is it A, Captain America, B, Nick Fury, or C, Colonel James Rhodes? Rhodey. It was Nick Fury. Correct. Wow. wow. We got a player out here today. Ooh. All right, here we go. Question number two. In Marvel Knights, the Punisher number 17, whose nuts did Punisher shoot off? Is it A, Deadpool, B, Wolverine, or C, Nameless Henchman number 47? Could be multiple correct answers. Uh, I don't know this, so I'm going to throw out... I'm assuming it's going to be someone whose nuts will grow back. So, uh, Wolverine? Wolverine is correct. Wow. wow. I would not have I guessed Wolverine. I read that, but I don't, it was too long ago. I don't remember that. So, Okay, here we go. Question number three. This quiz starts and ends on this episode? Hoof. Who does Punisher ask to dinner because he is impressed by them? Is it A, Electra, B, Black Widow or C Mystique. I'm gonna say Black Widow. Ooh, sorry. Sorry, guys. Oh, man. The quiz continues. Okay, how many? <laughs> real quick, how many questions are in this, Pete? Total? Uh, so three, four, eight, eight, no, it's too many eight, already. Seven. There's seven in total. Seven in total. Oh, is, is there a three? You're almost halfway through. Yeah. yeah. Is there a physical challenge at the end of this one again? Maybe. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Thank we you. Find, we should have this. Hey, you guys want to see the, the Pizza Papa's Pizza Balls? Yeah. Oh, yes, we did. Uh, do you want to mention what's going on there? Yeah. So in the food slack, I uh, I was challenged to, do, to recreate them. So I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to do this. And uh, so I spent the early afternoon documenting it and it's all on the patreon slack food and booze and drink uh portion of the slack and if you go and you subscribe you can see how all of them got made uh they are very very good there were 10 and now there's six (laughs) (laughs) excellent and a perfect tie-in to dr strange 2 on disney plus tomorrow you can just hang out eat pizza papa's pizza balls and uh watch multiverse of madness good stuff i would love to except i'm gonna be at work Oh. Oh, making oh, more right. pizza that's, <laughs> that's just special tomorrow right yeah that goes all over right. well at Koshan <laughs> <laughs> alright thanks Brett check it yeah, next time you. later alright there we go a new horrible chapter of our lives has <laughs> begun uh, I think this summer so we like to relax and now we gotta Deal with a Punisher quiz. I guess it really takes the pressure off Alex and I for this show since Pete has to do not one but two trivia-based segments. Yeah. Uh, We do have one last question here. This is from Kevin. What's the furthest you've gone or the craziest thing you've done for something comic-related or generally geeky? Uh, Furthest I've gone. Well, Justin uh, flipped through the air in the uh, trapeze act uh, for Spider-Man week. Truly, what was that? A full ten years ago at this point. Wow, longer maybe. Wow, I've, I was uh, single at the time. 
<laughs> Probably the craziest comic related thing I've ever done is sat through several Punisher quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> the hey, equivalent man, of a on. super marathon. <laughs> um, when I was traveling after college for, I was out of the country for a year and my, uh, we collect, my dad picked up my comics every once a month and collected them all. So I came home and got to read through a full year's worth of comics. Awesome. That was Pete, cool. you got one? Uh, hmm, I don't know. I mean, for a while there as a kid, I lived as a vigilante. So, you know, there was that. Interesting. What do you mean by that when you say lived as a vigilante? Uh, I would uh, nights uh, protect my neighborhood. I would kind of do night shifts, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, kind of live in my comic book uh, dream. Hmm. Do you feel like your uh, your vigilantism uh, created your arch nemesis, like a Batman Joker situation? Oh, my God. I hope not. What, how old were you? Oh, uh, I don't know. I want to say 13, 14, 15 area on up for a while. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and what did you uh, dress like? Or well, I'm sure you were holding nunchucks. Uh, I w- would have them on me. Uh, I wouldn't hold them. Um, yeah. Well, you're a vigilante. You don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was mostly black, you know, a lot mm. of. Uh, uh, I tried to make like, uh, you know, the. Um, Casey, kind of like a, a mask from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not Casey Kasem, no. <laughs> I'm Casey gotcha. Kasem, and I love being a turtle. Casey Jones. Casey, <laughs> Casey Jones. Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah. That tracks. Uh, Pete, you did the, made a big sacrifice by getting high with Kyle Baker for comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't the craziest thing I've ever done, but that was uh, that was a lot of fun. That was like a Pete coming home. That was like a hand going into a glove. <laughs> I was uh, pretty stressed out from hanging out with you guys for days straight. I needed uh, I needed to bake with the baker. Totally fair. <laughs> totally fair. I can't believe you've never said that out loud before on our show. We've mentioned that several times. Very disappointed you just found that pun. And we're going to move on with our <laughs> next section, which is trivia. And for that, we're going to turn it over to Pete LePage. Oh, that's not a good idea. Unless you don't have a second trivia. Oh, I got it. Oh, I you know got he it. does. You know. All he right. Does. Well, if anybody wants to come in, win twenty-five bucks, just raise your hand, say "me, me, me," or anything like that in the comments. If we don't grab somebody here at Crowncast, we'll grab somebody at YouTube. If we don't grab somebody at YouTube, it's going to be me or Justin. For wow, I don't know charity. Charity, charity, sweet charity. Hmm. I don't know if we have anybody here, Pete. Oh. Yeah, you were quizzed out. You've uh, burnt through the I am over-quizzed. I'm over-quizzed. All right. Well, why don't we do this for a charity? Justin, you got a pick of one that you... A charity? Um, yeah. Um, we could keep going with the um, Every Town America that we've been doing. Yeah, yeah that's been nice. Um, oh, we actually do have... Uh, David Quinley says me over on YouTube. Great. So there you go. So David... Uh, we're going to take $25 away from every town America. Don't I'm say kidding. that, Alex. I'm That's kidding. not I'm nice. Kidding. I, we will donate to them as well, just because we promised it. Uh, but you're going to play for a $25 gift card in Midtown. It's going to be a little delayed, but just drop the answer in the comments, and we will get to it. I have a fruit fly right in front of me. God, God. it's very annoying. I've All right. seen Alex so angry. Yeah, take it I, away, oh, Pete. 
Okay, today's trivia is on topical comic news and yeah, a small nod yeah, but... to, to the legend Tim Sale, R.I.P. Please listen to all three options before making your selection. Here we go. Question number one. Starting in 2023, who is getting the rights to Planet of the Apes? Is it A, Bisa Sherby, B, Marvel, or C, Lisa Kirby? So it's either A, which doesn't make sense, or it's B. Mm. Mm. Let's see what he says. Could Maybe be any. Gonna... Could be anyone. I know what it is. I know what the correct answer is for sure. Mm. Well, let's see. assume they made the right, right guess and move on. Oh, you're on. just going to no. go ahead? Yeah. It's, I don't, right. They rarely do that in Jeopardy. Right. <laughs> well, we can go forward. We can go forward. Right, I told him what the answer was over on YouTube, so it's fine. Great. And Batman Superman, <laughs> world's finest number seven, who is getting a secret sidekick? Is it A, Catwoman, B, Superman, or C, Marv Wolfman? So mm. it's either A, secret don't pick it, or it's B. Wait, what was B? Superman. Okay. secret sidekick yeah let's see if you had a secret sidekick who would it be one of uh, one of us is there uh, i would love uh henry zabrowski to be my secret sidekick that guy's amazing oh, that would be very nice i feel yeah. like you'd be his sidekick though to be honest yeah that would make sense yep mm-hmm. yeah and let's shout out pete's fresh haircut i don't think we've talked about that too much <laughs> well it's no <laughs> new glasses but you know i'm trying all right well, here, here we go just- yeah, yeah. Oh, B. You said B. Uh, great. Correct. Nice. Last one. Who is pitting Batman versus Robin in September? Is it A. Mark Wade, B. Slade, or C. Steve Rude? So it's either A. Mark Wade, or you could be completely wrong. Mm. Ooh. I don't know. We'll see what he says. This but, is a tight uh, one. Anyways, all of the C answers are, of course, the 2007 straight-to-video hit Jack Kirby Storyteller. Hmm, nice. That Tim Sale was in? That's correct. Tim all Sale, right, tragic that uh, he died so young. Yeah. Not a lot of not an actor in a lot of movies. Nope. <laughs> nope. I would argue. No, but... Uh, We're shouting out awful. because, yeah, that just the unbelievable talent. And I mean, you want to talk about work worth for the art alone? Everything that he did was just absolutely magical in so many ways. Talk about great partners like Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale. Yeah, uh, we should have said like that is one of my faves. Um, obviously, they're the big ticket books, but the, even the other ones that people that aren't as beloved are still like awesome. Yeah, so good. Speaking of comic books, new comic books are coming out this week. That was a terrible transition. But what are you guys looking forward to that's coming out on the stats or is already out there? Pete, anything you want to call out? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Shaolin Cowboy, number two. Uh, Nightwing, number 93. And, of course, Punisher War Journal Blitz, number one. Oh, wow. What about you, Justin? What are you looking forward to? 
A lot of stuff. Uh, we are talking about a lot of books. <laughs> so many. This week's stack. Yep. Um, I've been really liking uh, I Hate This Place, number two mm-hmm. by Kyle Starks, which comes out tomorrow. And I'll give it up for one more while I'm at it. Homesick Pilots. Oh, yeah. Coming to an end this week. Oh, man. Coming to an end. Heartbreaking. One of my favorite books. Uh, there's yeah. so much more in this world to explore. Um, so I'm, I have a feeling we're going to see some more. Yeah, like you guys said, there are so many good books coming out this week. It's hard to choose. But I want to give a shout out to Milestones in History, number one, from DC yes. Comics that came out today. Um, you know, it's a true history book but through the lens of the milestone characters and not only is it a perfect tie-in for juneteenth that just happened over the weekend and i assume that's the point of publishing it now but also it's just it's hard to make these sort of history lessons fun to read at the same time and i think without spoiling it too much but it's already out on the stands i think this book does that really successfully so we're going to talk about that book and the rest of the books that we mentioned in the stack podcast that comes out wednesday 9 a.m both in the comic book club feed and it's dedicated stack feed and folks that is it for this week's show show couple of people we want to thank. We want to thank Henry Zabrowski and Marcus Parks for coming on. Check out the last comic book on the left out now. Today, in fact, from Z2 Comics. Also, Dark Horse Comics Beastlands from Curtis Clow. That is out June 29th, so you can check that out then. Both Both super fun. Next week, we're going to have another big show for you. Kevin Scott is going to be here talking about his new book. The Ward, as well as Star Wars, The High Republic, and many other things. Also, Kyler Merrill is going to be here to talk about Fletcher Cross couple of podcasts we've got going let's hear it for the boys our boys podcast coming uh, out on fridays very fun to talk about riverdale after dark a riverdale podcast coming out most mondays whenever they decide to air the show but check that out marvel vision our marvel podcast is recapping miss marvel also the umbrella podcademy our umbrella academy podcast is back starting tomorrow yeah. for the new season the doom room our doom patrol podcast running every thursday that's a lot of podcasts, guys. It's a lot, a lot of podcasts. Patreon.com slash comic book club to support the show and all the shows we do. Subscribe on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice at Comic Book Live on Twitter. Comic Book Club Live on Instagram. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, good night. Good night. May you unlock the secret Punisher quizzes in your own heart. Very yourself. Please, won't someone let me die?